Lions Club. <laughs> Welcome back, Saturday friends. It's the end of November. It is November 30th, 2019. We are here assembled once more in a radio station over in California. I'll go ahead and do the call letters, KCRH 89.9 FM, the East Bay's Best Variety. Hello, welcome. It's the Saturday Friends Club where me and my friends get together uh, and violate FCC airspace by actually talking about uh, TV and movies and try not to swear as much. I'm Josh. Sabrina's here. Yep. And we got, uh, we've got some old friends and some new friends today. So uh, uh, returning, we got Jesse uh, over here. Hi. It's been a hot minute. It has. It's been a couple months, a few months now, I think. It is. But I'm super excited to be back. It's the holidays. Yes. Finally getting everybody in. It's cold. It's the bay, so it's rainy. Uh, we hit record low temperatures. Uh, two days ago, it was 39, I believe, 38, which oh, is a record wow. low this time of year super chilly and also coming in somebody that i know basically because he's in the class and classes at the radio station over <laughs> here and was nice enough to say hey i need stuff for class and also hey he seemed like a guy that knew podcast and was cool enough it's massimo hello all those out in podcast land. yes <laughs> you, this will this will be immortalized forever so oh great okay. yeah yeah it is one of those <laughs> things that uh, radio you know usually goes out never does anything this will just be sitting out in the internet forever so okay. if you if you end up making good of yourself or just terrible things happen later, if you ever plan to run for a public office, this will right. be brought up. So I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Yeah. My my dreams of being a mayor may end today is what you're saying. I think <laughs> I think I have created enough of a backlog of stuff that I will never be for office. <laughs> like all it takes is just a quick Google search to go like, nope, get rid of this guy. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, unless you want to be the mayor of Ice Town. <laughs> That's a Parks and Rec deep cut. Yeah. Oh, all yeah. right. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> yes, but uh, happy holidays for everybody. I said uh, Turkey Day has just ended a few days ago, uh, so go ahead and put your gravy boat away. Um, or you could bring it back for Christmas if you clank, do that. Clank, clank. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are finally getting down to our Christmas picks, our holiday picks, let me say. Um, and we have taken this particular, uh, we, we've been enjoying letting our patrons actually uh, take part and be part of our, our choices this year. And we'll continue that next year. But I, I want to go ahead and, oh, so I open it up to our patrons over at patreon.com slash satfriendsclub uh, to go ahead and bring us some options. And uh, our first choice is coming from a friend, and I'm making sure that the recording is going right now. We're safe. We're not <laughs> going to lose another one of Nicole's choices at this time. Nicole has given us, <clears throat> let me take a look, the Claymation Christmas Celebration, or specifically the Will Vinton Claymation Christmas Celebration. Uh, we are talking California Raisins. We're talking uh, a lot of really, it's that very rubbery claymation you see in like the early 90s, like even pre like Wallace and Gromit. Oh, yeah. yeah. 80s even. Yeah, yeah. Although I will say it's maybe better than uh, Hollywood Deathmatch. Oh, oh yeah, that show? Oh, I still that, think yeah. that might this might be better than Hollywood Deathmatch. Yeah. I think so. I would yeah. say this probably had a higher budget and maybe a little more time spent on it than <laughs> maybe a little bit more talent when it comes to the art department for this one. Yeah, this yeah. Uh, this came hot off the heels of uh, Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer, which was a Ooh. very famous music video at the time for being all in claymation. 
and also extremely risque. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, claymation that's risque? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the claymation itself isn't risque, uh, but the song uh, is about... Uh, I can be your sledgehammer. I can be your man. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so the, this is pre-Miley uh, Cyrus yes. sledgehammer. Yes. Okay. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the old, This is the OG sledgehammer. <laughs> Peter Peter Gabriel kids. Oh my god, it's it's Googling. wrecking ball. It's wrecking ball. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell how many times I've listened to that song. <laughs> uh, see, I didn't call you on it because I'm too old to know. <laughs> it's an instrument. It's an instrument of destruction. I that, see. There we go there. Yeah. Well, quick quick uh, check on this. Will Vinton's claymation Christmas celebration. Who has seen this before? Uh yes, this was on TV when I was a kid in the '80s. No, I have not seen this before. Nope. Uh, I feel like I might have, but maybe like once. Like it was not, it was one of those like ghostly familiar things. Yeah. yeah like yeah. part of your DNA screamed that you actually had seen it before, but then you were just like, mm, but nothing's coming to mind. There's something so, tugging at the back of your mind. It's like, oh God, this seems so familiar. It seems, <laughs> it seems completely forgettable. I don't know why. Yeah, having... Uh, now I'm a little ashamed to admit, actually. So my parents had a, a VCR, and uh, all our TV came through on, like, an old-school uh, antenna on the house. So they had actually, like, taped all the holiday specials in, like, oh, the wow. 80s and the early 90s for my brother and I to watch. Uh, so this was on a tape with, like, a whole bunch of, like, Garfield Christmas special, like, all wow. the, you know. Oh, my God, I just watched that. Yeah, all the, all the classic late 80s, which, by the way, Garfield Christmas special holds up way better than this does, just, <clears throat> but <laughs> we're going to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it has all the commercials, so it has, like, the, you know. That's the best part. Yeah. yeah. When you watch old stuff that was yeah, yeah. videotaped and you get the commercials. Oh, yep. my God, yeah. It's got the, like, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Like, <laughs> It's, it's got all those on it. Does uh, it have like that old uh, Coke one where there's like a Santa trap with the refrigerator where if it opens, it's supposed to catch the oh, Santa ooh. in it? Yeah, it doesn't have that one, but it has the, um, oh God, uh, one of the other like Santa Coca-Cola classic. I'm trying to remember, not that one, but another classic one. And then of course it had the California Raisins as a commercial, yeah, like mm. bumpering the special because that was like, you know biggest marketing tie-in yeah at the time yes. <laughs> see i remember the california raisins but i never saw this special yeah it, but during that period of time the california raisins were it like there were plastic figurines you could get of the california raisins they did have their own cartoon at one point like there was a period in the early 90s where it was all about the ca like it was a marketing push that went like beyond what it ever should have been i remember and that and troll dolls those yes. things oh, yeah. both hit at the oh, same yeah. exact time. <laughs> and I was flummoxed. As it, well, of course, I was like five, but I was still flummoxed by why and this is. California Raisins is so weird, too, because uh, I think it's Sunmade Raisins that owned the brand. I should have Googled it before we came in. 
But Sunmaid uh, is the lady on the raisin box, which I remembered as a kid growing up. Yeah. Let's see. Those Let me, are famous California raisins. The California raisins were a fictional rhythm and blues animated musical group, as well as advertising and merchandising characters composed of anthropomorphized raisins. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lead vocals uh, are listed here, uh, and animated specials, an Emmy award, and uh, winning an Emmy award in one nomination. Oh wow! Uh, and yes, it was 1986 Sunmade commercial on behalf of the California Raisin Advisor. Uh, Advisory. Advisory board. There you go. I'm like, adversary board seems wrong. Leave it to California to be like, we get, we got to drum up raisins. I can't wait till they decide to push prunes more. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but California has so many resources. Like, no other state would be like, all right, we're in Idaho. We got to drum up potatoes. <laughs> got to make the Idaho potatoes. Well, the this detail is pretty good. Basically, the uh, one of the writers came up with the idea for a new raisin commercial, saying, "We've tried everything, but dancing raisins singing. I heard it through the grapevine." <laughs> to their surprise, the commercial was wildly popular. Um, I actually, I'm amused. I so the concept, of, yeah, the concept of that alone would make me like, yeah, let's yeah, definitely that, see this. That makes sense. Does that yeah. just mean that we need to get to the logical conclusion of everything? We've done it all but this. Make millions. Yeah. And this is pre-YouTube. This is pre-like where people just like have a sketch idea and something and we just throw it out there. Yeah, I mean, this is largely pre-internet even. Uh, you know, we're talking about a time where cell phones were the size of a, you know, toy RC truck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of a subway foot long sub. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who knows if they were safe or healthy. No one I knew had one. I was also only four or five when <laughs> they were out, so. <laughs> well, I will I will add here, our good friend Nicole actually has given us a, a rundown of her experience with the oh, great. Will Vinton Claymation Christmas celebration. Uh, so I will go ahead and read this off. <clears throat> So, I picked Claymation Christmas because I'm your North Coast friend who grew up with a lot of weird stuff. My grandparents had a VCR recorder very early and recorded a lot of things, including dub anime versions of Pinocchio. <laughs> yes. The Enchanted Journey, Glicko and No-No. And a bunch of other stuff. I was thinking about all of the weird Christmas specials I had seen when I remembered the specials with the California Raisins. It seemed like a perfect dedication to my friends in California. <laughs> and bonus, I picked you an Emmy Award winning animation. I know Claymation slash Stop Motion is not for everyone, but it is one of my favorite animation styles. I hope you had fun and happy holidays. Happy holidays, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. Aww. I'm making sure it's recording for you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just tell you now, Nicole, that I also loved this as a child. So I apologize for the things I'm about to say about this special. Get ready for the dunk brigade. <laughs> but, but Nicole, I am an adult, a 31-year-old adult, and I love it. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed watching this. All right. Well, how about we get down to it? Let's go ahead and get our fingers dirty in a little bit of clay. Let's go ahead and grab all of your favorite Christmas and holiday music and jam it all together in a weird mishmashy schedule. <laughs> uh, let's go a waffling, a waff, a waffling, a waddling, a Let's do whatever we need to do uh, because now it is time for the Will Vinton. Claymation Christmas special.
there's no real good intro for that guy, but, that's <laughs> it. but that is kind of one of the better songs inside of there. So I, I just was, decided to use it. Somebody's just clearing their throat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was wondering what you were going to intro. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, there, there's no real good intro music to this yeah. guy, but that one is like probably one of the better scenes. Yeah. And it's a classic, like Carol of the Bells. Like everybody oh, yeah. loves it. Yeah. All right, so let's, let me go ahead and click over to this Wikipedia article and slide up to tell you, Will Vinton's Claymation Christmas Celebration is a Christmas television special originally broadcast on the American CBS TV network on December 21st, 1987. The special featured stop-motion clay animation and was produced by and directed by Will Vinton. The special debuted alongside a Garfield Christmas, and two continued to be aired back-to-back in subsequent years. Huh. That explains yeah. why my VHS had them right next to each other. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, the basics that we have, it's claymation in the style of the California Raisins. Uh, Will Vinton, we, uh, we pulled up some stuff before, and you had the particular details about him, Sabrina. Because uh, yeah. I actually didn't know much about him. I mean, he uh, is, surprisingly, he's an award-winning. Surprisingly. <laughs> it may shock you. Well, let me go ahead and say that this this special actually got a 1988 Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Animated Program. So that here's the thing. I'm going to criticize some things about the special, but the animation, I know how hard it is to make claymation. I mean, if you've ever seen, uh, well, I guess we're going back to another Parks and Rec uh, reference, but there's a great episode where Ben is unemployed and he's like, oh, I'm going to go make my own little claymation thing. And he spends, you know, countless hours and only gets what, like, stand five... in the place where you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it stops right there. And it stops right there because it is exceptionally time consuming. It requires a ton of cameras. Uh, the only studio that I know of other than the Wallace and Gromit studio is Leica. Uh, which did uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Ooh, very good. Which was very, very good. Uh, but yeah, they show a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff you can check out, and they're using literally, like, the tiniest movements for every cut. So you move a little bit, and then you take a shot. You move a little bit, you take a shot, right? So it, we're talking about something that takes thousands, hundreds of thousands of hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just... Considering we also saw his work for another movie not too long ago, which yeah. was Return to Oz. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. the quality, it, it's not comparable. Yeah. It's really weird to say that because, like, I, and it's been a while since I've seen this, but he did do the claymation segment in Moonwalker, which was that Michael Jackson uh, movie. And he did the one that was Speed Demon, which was all claymation. Yep. And it's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember that looked amazing as it's well. It's possible that this being a TV special was a TV budget. Yeah. I'm actually not sure what the budget was for this, but. And also it's, um, they're using the California Raisins. So yeah. I'm wondering if they wanted to keep that same style well, that's for fair. the entire uh, show. But it is very expressive. Yeah. I, when yeah. I first saw it, I was like. This is very, very creepy. I don't know. <laughs> there's two talking dinosaurs. I don't know how this relates to Christmas. But uh, as it kept going, and especially as they're singing, it gets so expressive yeah. that I was very impressed with it. Yeah, there, there is a there is a lot of uh, what I think I will say and what my ultimate like come down on this is, is that it is a whole package that never 
fully feels like it comes together. Like it that it looks good, but then it kind of doesn't, and you feel like it could just be a little bit better. And it's weirdly like it's just a whole bunch of like and jump to this and jump to this. Like there's a, a few pieces of that where it's not like a full uniform package. Oh, minus the segues. Yeah, I mean that's partly I think they're trying to do the whole variety show thing. Yeah. But yeah, it, it it does feel a little like rushed at times narratively because you're like, oh, now we're doing this. Woo. It, yeah, it reminds, it's kind of all over the place a little bit. It reminds me of like when I would see these old videos because you're talking about your parents recording. Uh, my uh, my dad was a huge fan of Dean Martin. And he would host these old specials mm-hmm. where it's like a variety hour kind yeah. of thing. And he would just throw it and there's just bantering yeah, kind of yeah. going on. And that just that felt like an animated. This feels like an animated version of something like that. That's fair. But yeah, maybe they're harking back to that earlier style. Because, yeah, like the traditional holiday special or traditional variety special, I should say, kind of died out in the early 80s. Like they were huge in the 70s. They were huge before that. The early 80s was like the death throes of the like variety hour mm-hmm. that you would see like so variety hour and disco just killed at the early <laughs> 80s yes <laughs> you'd occasionally see like some stuff in the 80s that i can think of but yeah not it was mostly well before that but yeah this does feel like that you're right it has that same like format especially with um one so the guy who sounds like the um the lifestyles of the rich and famous oh kind yeah of guy <laughs> Now, no, I'm not even trying. <laughs> I'm bailing on that impression right away. But one sounds uh, sounds exactly like the T-Rex guy sounds like the last yeah. sounds famous. Mm-hmm. And the other guy sounds like, I don't know if you know who Rip Taylor is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sounds yeah. like Rip Taylor. Every, so every time I just uh, want to see him like the, that dinosaur throw glitter just yeah. up in the special and just. Confetti. Yeah. Uh, Rip Taylor, actually, I think he passed away this year. Yeah. Rest in peace. Super sad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, uh, even I knew who he was and, you know, growing up in the 80s, he was already Mostly out of the spotlight, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's funny you bring that up because I wonder if it's voice actors doing impressions for a reason because they both are very much like character voices. Absolutely. Yeah, so that that is interesting. Well, let me get down into it and let's let's get the details of this particular uh, special. So we find ourselves situated in a facsimile of London's Christmas Square. The special is co-hosted by Rex, um, played by Johnny Counterfeit. Uh, that is really? his, that is his name. That's interesting. His name is Johnny Counterfeit. Ooh, okay. Uh, intrude and intellectual Tyrannosaurus Rex and Herb, played by Tim Connor, a dim-witted, bespeckled Styracosaurus with a voracious appetite. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, but. Rex as in T-Rex and Herb as in herbivore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, as a nose. kid, I totally did not catch the herb thing. <laughs> I did, and I was like, really? That's the best you guys could come up with? <laughs> herb. <laughs> Uh, as an adult, uh, I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally caught that. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to end with one the T-Rex eating him. Oh, my God. Secretly. So that would have been now, great. Now that you're yeah. fattened up, you're perfect for Christmas I mean, dinner. Yeah, did you see how fat he was at the end? He would have been perfect. But this you just didn't another... see, like, they do a pullout, and all of a sudden there's just claymation blood that splatters up. You wow. see the raptors from Jurassic Park coming. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, we won't be made in a few years, but we're here. <laughs> now that you've pointed this out, I realize that all the animals in the special have different levels of higher intelligence. 
So it's a, similar to the whole like goofy Pluto thing mm-hmm. where you oh, can, yeah. where like only certain animals in this special can talk. Yeah. <laughs> Not birds. It's pretty much never birds. The yeah, whole, what's up with that? I know the four birds. Nobody likes birds. Talking for the birds, guys. Uh, uh, all right, so I'm going to bury my head. Under. So interesting enough that you brought up those things. Uh some critics actually cited the similarities of the two characters as film critics Siskel and Ebert. Totally. Uh, okay. Totally see that now. Okay. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the the it's Herb, right? Herb. Yeah. Herb. Yeah. Uh, his one basically his one character affectation is how much he loves food. Yes. And that is the callback the, that he has throughout the entire uh, special, and that's pretty much it. Yep. That's yeah. It. This it reminds me of like just the most Hollywood set of things. Like we're just gonna put this together with some like loose character traits like should we flesh them out more nah it's fine <laughs> they're kids they won't notice like, it's all filler until we get to the raisins that's what everybody wants to see the raisins yeah, everything else exactly. it out. I literally just sitting there going like when are the raisins I know they're going to be at the end they're going to obviously keep it to the end but oh, when are yeah. we at the end uh, so Rex and Herb had actually previously appeared in Vinton's Dinosaurs a fun filled trip back in time but this was where they oh. were given speech and complex personalities I did so, see. so they're reused. <laughs> I did see that show or see that movie multiple times when I was a kid at after school care. Yeah. But yeah. I could not for the life of you tell you. I remember there's a circus. Yep. And that's about it. That's all I have. That sounds like we're back. A dinosaur story. A dinosaur story. Is that story. different? Oh, wait, no. Dinosaur. Yeah, is it that's a TV from, show? Uh, the 90s. That's a movie from yeah, the 90s. Yeah, we're back is the one with the circus. Yeah. Thank you. So is it the dinosaurs TV show? It no, was that's a, another no. wow, live totally. action '90s property. <laughs> no, it so, would have been a claymation thing. Dinosaurs got oh, really man. popular thanks to this little movie. I don't know if you've heard of it. It was called Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was lame before time. <laughs> oh yeah. I also, dinosaurs cry. has the darkest ending of any TV show ever. Yes. I actually don't know the ending. Oh, I'll tell you later. It's, okay. Yeah, it's I dark. It. <laughs> I, I know land, but. Land Before Time, uh, yeah, made me cry like a tiny, tiny girl every time I watched it. But yeah, <laughs> that is definitely that is definitely something that we have on our list to do because I know yeah. it will make Sabrina cry. Uh, noted. Yeah, I watched that movie so many times, and I used to have the little um, I can't remember his name, the little brontosaurus. Yeah. Littlefoot. 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 Yeah. I I'm like to, it's little something. <laughs> you used to have this little toy of of him, and there was a little wire, and you can control him. With a little remote, and we would walk around and then yeah, make a noise. Yeah. But I feel like it was just a generic brontosaurus that they, toy that they had, and they just labeled it as a little foot to just sell it. That okay. they branded. Yeah. I, I totally remember having a little foot, like I think it was a uh, not Domino's uh, Pizza Hut had the little like little rubberized puppets, and I had a little oh. rubber like a uh, uh, little foot puppet. Oh, I just did like you know I had one of those too. Actually, come to think of it, from the pizza uh, pan pizza, the personal pan pizza deal, mm-hmm. you could get it for like five bucks or whatever as oh, an wow. add on. I totally remember that. Yeah, any and uh, you could go watch uh, the toys that made us on Netflix. They just put up, I think, their third season. But if you if you watch any of that show to learn about the toy industry. You are absolutely correct that they find toys that didn't sell and then they brand them because Battle Cat was a case of that for He-Man. Oh, oh he okay. only got yeah. added to the show because they had all these like cats like as a and they added a saddle and they're like, cool, done deal. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
So definitely recommend that. And they that. made millions off of this. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Jerry had done it again. <laughs> yeah, I definitely recommend that show for anyone who's interested in toy history. There's a lot of crazy stuff on there. Great job, Scott Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this also includes many recurring characters of Vinton's films dating, dating back to the 1980s. Rex and Herb introduced several standalone videos of Christmas carols and standards and discuss the origins of each song related to the different holiday traditions around the world. Let's go ahead and knock down these seven songs that are featured in the special, starting with We Three Kings by The Three Wise Men and oh. their doo-wop singing camels. That was weird. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh boy, this is what we're in for, huh? Again, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it so much. It was like boys and men. I wasn't expecting it to be like boys and men coming and singing. I was like, oh man, this is just like... <laughs> Gonna be some really just dramatic kind of thing, and then all of a sudden we got some camels. Some of the, one of them wearing sneakers, another wearing bowling shoes, another one wearing loafers, just kind of singing together. And I was, oh, I was yeah, it. the camels were board. great. The people, yeah, people ooh, were all like, their faces look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is uh, <laughs> long before, as we call it in the video game industry, the days of the uncanny valley. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is the like cratered valley. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah, they they had some looks to them. Oh my goodness! Oh, it was always just like get us back to the camels, yeah. please. <laughs> Put the camera back on the camels. I want to see their weird necks contort so that they're all on screen. <laughs> I, I do. Oh yeah, man, that they went down to their feet. The camels' yeah. heads went down to their feet at one point, and that's all you see. And they start like layering. Their like heads, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like hands when you're like on a baseball bat and you're like putting hands on a baseball yeah, bat, just going up yeah. kind of style. And it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting, <laughs> interesting choice of a shot there. Yeah, and I think so. It's it's interesting because I so uh, my husband had never seen this, so I decided oh I'm gonna have him sit down and watch it with me because I'm curious what a brand new perspective would be mm-hmm. and this is the first number and we get to the part where the camels start singing and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> he just looks over at me and I'm like okay it was the 80s <laughs> he's like how many times did you watch us growing up I'm like I don't remember uh, probably every year I don't know it was different times <laughs> Yeah, you should have told him to strap in. There's more where this comes from. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, this isn't even the craziest thing. He already was like, whoa. No, I, I, I can't wait till we get to my craziest one, which I'm curious if it's everybody else's. Um, so we three kings. Then we move on to Carol of the Bells, performed by the Notre Dame Cathedral under the direction of Maestro Quasimodo uh, by oh, the Paris. brought him back to life. Bell Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> they always keep a retainer Quasimodo around. Around. Uh, and this is done by the Paris Bell Harmonic, a group of anthropomorphic church bells who strike their own heads with mouths to achieve the perfect notes with the low C bell, the tonic, constantly dotting and enraging Quasimodo. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this was a thing. I mean, so if y'all ever watched Monty Python's Flying Circus, there, there's this great sketch where. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's this one. <laughs> There's this great sketch where a uh, guy's playing an organ where he's hitting mice. Oh, it's really oh, sad. Yes. Oh, yes, no. That's... And I'm like, oh, God, no. Like, the mice are squeaking as he's hitting them, right? <gasps> and I, as a kid, like, growing up and seeing that, I was always like, I can't watch this. It's too, like, we- it's too weird. It's sad. This 
somehow gives gave me similar feelings as a kid because they're like hurting themselves so you'd think as a kid i would have been like oh haha this is really funny but no yeah. no as a kid i was like what are they doing <laughs> <laughs> like why are they doing this <laughs> And they and like when they hit themselves because they have a mallet and they hit the yeah. top of their heads and they're yeah. all there's faces on each bell yeah. so you can see their reactions yep. yeah and when they hit it um, they shake so quickly yeah it is it is a little disturbing because their faces like what like if they go to the left their face is one expression and if they yeah. go to the right it's a different expression it's a little unnerving having it go back and forth so quickly yeah it's like and they're like almost contorting their faces yeah. right like oh man yeah like not as bad obviously as the mouse organ on Monty Python but but my child brain was like whoa I don't know about this this might give me nightmares <laughs> and then there's a uh, one dumbbell uh, who, <laughs> <laughs> hey! 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 space lower than the desk to hide but he's I guess it's there he's or it's a, uh, hitting itself in the head at the wrong times and Quasimodo's getting very frustrated yeah. with it and like you do yeah yeah <laughs> at, like any conductor would I mean <laughs> then he throw, throws his mallet away and then he's like, oh, crap, I need a mallet to hit myself with. And he's trying to steal the other Bill's mallet. Yeah, they're yeah. like, no. Yeah, they're professionals. Yeah. You know, somehow he got in. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know how he did. Yeah. Uh, and all right, so that takes care of that. Then we move on to Oh, Christmas Tree, performed by a children's choir showing various scenes taking place inside of Christmas ornaments. Real, real quickly. Okay. So we mentioned it earlier. Wassling. Okay, yes. Oh, yeah. So if we, we want to go ahead and mention this, we do have Wassling's the last one, but basically, so during this entire thing, they are our two protagonists. Rex uh, and Herb. Our MCs. They our yeah. MCs. Yeah. Yeah. They're basically our MCs. Are having this entire conversation, and each time we come back from a break, like first we're starting with a waffling. It's a running yes. gag, shall yeah. we say. Absolutely running gag, yeah. Okay, and then I forget what... A waffling, Wad a waddling. waddling. Wobbling? Was, was that the no. one with the pigs? The waddling, I think, was the ducks. The du geese. Waffling, obviously, was the waffle truck. Yeah. Oh, actually, the pigs were not wobbling. Wallowing. Yeah, wallowing. so yeah, we had waffling, okay. waddling, wallowing. Yep, they're all listed here, actually. By uh, So the Here We Come A Waffling is by a kennel of dogs selling waffles from their vendor's wagon. Yep. Then Here We Come A Waddling by a gaggle of straggling geese carrying baskets of goodies. And then Here We Come A Wallowing by a herd of slovenly pigs on a field wagon gorging themselves on an abundance of assorted fruits. The driver having a green and yellow tractor suggesting John Deere, though no logo is on the tractor itself. Thanks, Wikipedia. I mean, wow. they probably I mean, couldn't you know. get the yeah. the permission for that. So Legally they distinct. Off. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I. So they make it a point at the very beginning. Go. What's a wassailing? And they're they're doubting that it's actually wassailing. And each uh, each group of animals are are confident in whether it's waffling or whatever. So, but like before I even knew this was a running joke, I looked up what a wassailing was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, is that a word? Yeah. I, I, yep. Like I know it's a word. I thought it was originally like maybe it's whistling or some of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the two top definitions is one, uh, drink plentiful amounts of alcohol and enjoy oneself with others in a noisy, lively way. <laughs> yes. Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds, sounds pretty good. And then two, go from house to house singing Christmas carols. Okay. Well, they yeah. think where that came from is they would literally go house to house and each house would give them a beverage uh, to help keep them warm as they're uh, going from house to house. Right, right. And is it because they kept drinking 
that wassailing. They just started slurring Call their it. words <laughs> at a certain point. <laughs> no, they just started calling That's right? how it became wassailing, though, is because they would go to house to house, and generally someone would provide them with a warm beverage uh, of some sort. Boy, carolers, carolers get everything. They like they go around demanding figgy an- pudding. Yeah, and that's like- why they get annoyed at them. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone had carolers come to their house? No, uh, but I had to go caroling when I was in the Girl Scouts. Oh, really? So you Where actually went house go? to house? Yeah. Did you yeah. go house to house? Yeah. Whew. How how was that? Really weird and awkward. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's I de- about what I would guess. I definitely remember in like growing up in Alabama, like definitely the first few years we did get carolers. Wow. Like okay. we did totally get people go door to door actually doing carols. What what would you give them? If do you remember what you high would... five? I don't know. I was four. <laughs> uh, Good job, guys. <laughs> Good game. Good game. Yeah, because like I mean, they. I am from the depths of New Hampshire. They would definitely freeze to death where I'm from. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're talking about people walking around in like 20 degree Fahrenheit weather, like trying to sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was in Pennsylvania when I had to do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Still just... very cold. Yeah, and we're children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just somebody's there just starry. Oh god, it's cold. <laughs> please, please, sir, won't you give me some warmth? Jingle bells. Well, we just don't really Jingle. give carolers anything anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. like a very old school thing. Yeah. I see I lived in South San Francisco, which isn't part of San Francisco. It's a city uh two cities below. Yeah, yeah. But uh we lived on a hill. Oh, we yeah. never got any like because hills yeah. are just everywhere in, in the peninsula. No and one also, wants to go to your house. Yeah, we never got Halloween trick or treaters. We never had anybody, even Jehovah's Witnesses. I think we saw them once. <laughs> they're just out of <laughs> breath. They're just, they're just yeah, exactly. they're on their little bicycles. They're just like Whoa. that's Mormon, <laughs> sweetie. And I hear you at home, listener. They can have bicycles to too. Jeho- Hill? Yeah. Oh no, no. Really were these bicycles. are hills. Yeah. These are some serious hills. Like, yeah. Yeah, We're, San Francisco doesn't mess around with. Yeah. There's hills. like some with what, 20% or is it the versus 20% grade? I'm trying to remember which direction the grade yeah. goes. Well, people always uh, mention Lombard Street because yeah. it's, you know, the really windy one, but it's a couple streets next to it where it's literally like a 70 degree Oof. slope. Uh, and two years ago, they. They just made it. You can't go down that anymore because yeah. there were so many accidents. Oh, also, yeah. also because there were so many people who were daredevils skateboarding down it and oh, no. going full speed. So they just like basically cemented it up. Yeah. So <laughs> but, I decided I had to go to Grace Cathedral for a school field trip. Uh, I decided I was going to walk it. Grace Cathedral is right on top of one of those really steep hills. Oh, no. I was like, why didn't I take the trolley? Why didn't I take the trolley? The whole time I was walking up this hill, I was like, and there's houses on this hill. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm just like, who decided it was a good idea to build a house on this hill? That multiple houses. Oh, yeah. And people park there, and I'm just like, I would not survive if I lived on this hill. Like, if I had to park my car, if I had to start my car, just every day I would be like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, where I'm from, uh, those are called Black Diamond Ski Trails. Like, people don't live on those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm very curious about this uh, this hike that you did. Which was dumber, that hike or when I forced you to go to the Mythbusters place with me? <gasps> we yeah. had to go up so many hills. <laughs> that was multiple hills. Wait, wait, wait. You, you, so Sorry, M, uh, M5, yeah. right? We, we walked to it once because he I was decided, just... He told me, <laughs> he decided. if you go there, if we 
can go there blast. and we can say hello to them. So he makes me Whoa. walk all the way from, know that. from Market Street all the way to where M5 was, which is really far, up and down multiple hills, across a highway. We get there and there's a sign that clearly says, no visitors, please do not disturb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we went all that way, and I had to take. And yeah, I, it's pretty far out yeah, from like public transportation. It really is. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? You stand under that damn sign. I'm gonna take a picture <laughs> so you can say you were here. But I was so mad. And were you doing <laughs> thumbs up and smiling super wide? What oh it? my god! So the song was "Oh Christmas Tree," performed by <laughs> children's choir, showing various scenes taking place inside of Christmas ornaments. The choir was all right. Can, can yeah. I tell you a quick story about? Mythbusters. Okay, go for it. So uh, I actually watched Colossal with Tori Belleci. Oh, nice. I did not know he was there. He was literally the seat next to me, and then the lights came up, and I started walking out, and I was like, oh my god, you're Tori Belleci. And he's like, oh my god, I am. <laughs> I'm surprised every day. <laughs> and my wife is like also a hardcore Mythbusters fan, so yeah, she got, yeah. we got a photo of her with Tori Belleci, and he was Aww. really nice, really, really cool. And we talked about the movie, which was not the greatest. So, Oh no. Yeah, it was dark. Very, very dark. Jason Sudeikis was extreme, like, yeah, I won't get into it, but yes. But now you have that shared experience. Yeah, that's a yeah. great, great story. So, anything about Oak Christmas Tree is just in and out from various ornaments, and it finally goes back to the main one, and it's fine. That was the most boring one. It's fine, yeah. It's harmless, though, I guess. Well, the the kids are very creepy. Oh, yeah, Where are their parents? Right. Did they murder their parents? <laughs> Why does it always have to go that way with you? I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, also, they decorated this What did Tori Belici tall... do to you? Uh, another podcast. That, uh, mo- that movie we shared changed me forever. I can only see the dark and man from then on. I, I try to suspend my, like, understanding reality. Like, this is, this oh, is cartoon sure. shows and everything sure, like that. Sure. But there are two kids all alone decorating an entire tree by themselves somehow get up to put a star on this eight foot tree i don't know it it was hard for me not to go what is why are these two kids who look seriously watch that just watch that little thing they look very creepy they each give side eyes to each other quite a bit yeah we know what's going on kind of thing (laughs) we know about the spirit of christmas maybe it's supposed to be like you know a a holiday horror black comedy. I don't know. <laughs> the peanut butter solution of like, Christmas movies. Oh, please don't. That would be great, though, if each like vignette where they're singing was like a different genre. <laughs> What's a horror drama? What's a sports movie kind like, of thing? It goes into a noir all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Rudolph. Yeah. Wait, that's a great story. <laughs> Uh, all right, then we move on to Angels We Have Heard on High, an instrumental version of the carol with an interpretive ice ballet performed by a pair of walruses and several dismayed penguins. Oh, those poor penguins. So this one was my favorite Same. as a child, for sure, uh, because I think I loved penguins at the time. Good and choice, nice choice. We went ice skating a lot as kids. We had, like, a lake near us that would freeze, freeze over. Um yeah, those walruses, though, like... <sighs> I really feel disappointed that they felt like they had to put boobs on the girl. Yeah. Yes. I yes. have a note here just going, why? Yeah, <laughs> and, like, the tutu <laughs> was enough. She did not need to have boobs. <laughs> I've we, seen we plenty <laughs> of cartoon animals where they 
don't do the boobs. I mean, I understand. Maybe that's like from the Looney Tunes time, or I felt like they felt like they had to do that. But it's like, come on, guys. We don't need to put boobs on something to prove that it's a woman, because not all women have big boobs to begin with. Yeah. What? The guy is not wearing anything. <laughs> there's mean, not there's not anything yeah, drawn yeah. on or added. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's the entire like cartoon logic where it's basically like the only way to differentiate that it's a woman is to put clothes on it. Yeah. Yeah, this is the also the time of the eighties where they're like, We'll just put pink tutu because pink and you know, Tutu. That's what makes a lady. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> the 80s was, I mean. I mean, to be fair, the only thing. You have thing fond memories of the 80s. I do. Uh, so I I was one of those kids that, like, wasn't super into Barbie. And the number of Barbies I got around, like, Christmas and birthdays was, like, reprehensible. <laughs> because, And it's not even my relative's fault, okay? There was a commercial every, like, 10 seconds that's like, oh, my God, Malibu Barbie. And also, did you know Gem and the Holograms was a thing? Oh, my God, yeah. Now Barbie is in a band. <laughs> Get your easy bake oven now. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not their yeah, fault, you could spend, right? uh, I think they would have recipes for easy bake oven, uh, oven and you'd try it. Yeah. And it'd be, like, 10 Ooh. hours later, and it's still... <laughs> Not fully. Thanks for this gooey brownie. (laughs) You shouldn't eat this egg that has probably never fully cooked at this point. And also, like, we've already said several times that this show has a lot of, like, wow, they really didn't put a lot of effort into that particular point. This is, like, a classic Hollywood thing is, like, oh, just slap a tutu on because that's, like, the easiest, shortest route. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I agree that, like... Wait, but why the boobs? Because you'd have to mold those things yes. every shot. Yep. That sounds oh, yeah. like extra work. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I also feel like this one is probably the least like impressive. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, def- it's definitely no background. Like it's just like hills that are essentially just white, and I it's think a it's lot a of physical painting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's just sure. like physical comedy is primarily what what which, happens, which I did enjoy. <laughs> I know oh, it's yeah. silly Looney Tunes thing, but like when the walrus slides into the penguins and they're set up like a bowling pin and you hear the bowling sound, it's so silly, but I, I mean, enjoyed the silliness. He, he does I'm, the awooga eyes. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure that's why I liked it as a kid too, though, because like, I mean, you know, that is that is directed as kids, especially the physical comedy, right? Yeah. Like yeah. That, that's a little more understandable, I think, from a like kid's television special perspective. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's... It's ridiculous. And I also like the uh, like the penguins coming together to build a giant snowball. Yeah, yeah. And throw it on top of uh like this hole in the ice where the uh, walruses have gone under to yeah. try to seal them in. Yeah. Kind of like minion style where they're all working together and then immediately the walruses bust out and all the penguins go flying. And there's no like second thought of like, oh, they could just be drowning them under there. Aren't, aren't walruses mammals? I, wait, is this a black comedy? <laughs> they were sick and tired of being persecuted and abused by these walruses. Oh no, they died. Uh, all right, then comes my favorite one because you should get your edible ready. Uh, it's time. It's time oh, for. Yeah. Time for Joy to the World, a soulful recreation of the Carol featuring images depicting African American culture. Boy, that was a kaleidoscope of colors. <laughs> yeah, that was a trip. It was a fever dream. This... Like faces are like like molding out of nothing into other faces. My my wife uh, 
uh, said that it reminded her of like uh, uh, Hercules when the souls are coming out from the oh, from yeah, Hades yeah, yeah, and yeah. swirling together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because this one, um, I feel like they tried to put a, re- a lot of artistic effort into it. It just happens to be also like very trippy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I is, mean, it, which is kind of cool in its yeah, own way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a ton of effort. It just looks really wild. Yeah, and, and there's no acclimation. So this is the only thing yeah, I think in the entire special animated. where it's fully animated. Yeah, and it looks like brush. Like they're using a lot of like brushwork and all sorts of like you know different uh, creative like two D. Uh, animation styles and this one reminded me more of like artists really trying like (laughs) I feel bad saying that like I'm not saying the artists didn't try they probably didn't have very much time or money on this special because it's TV special but the sequence felt like it took a lot longer to do especially having worked with like a lot of 2D animators over the years like this would have taken a while to create and the um, instrumental, they redid the instrumental version, I assume, just for this special. Right. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's very um, eclectic, international. You, yeah. you have some uh, bongos and some other uh, percussion instruments yeah, yeah. added, which make it sound, I honestly really liked the music. Yeah, the music. Oh, yeah. That was really good. The music's very high tier as well. Yeah. Like, you can tell, I think in general, the music was probably one of the higher quality aspects of the special. But yeah, especially for this number. Um and then uh, the other thing is of all the paintings and uh, and all the swirling and everything like that, it did make me kind of queasy. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it kept <laughs> kept going around and around. And I was like, oh, I, I may need to like take a, yeah, you know take what a second on this. It reminded me of at times is did you ever see those like spin art things back in the 80s and yes. 90s? Yeah, they um, you'd like the spiralizers. Yeah, or, yeah. it's like a turntable uh, uh, similar to like a record player where it would spin and you would slowly just drip paint and it would create like a pattern. Um, and they were really popular in the 80s and early 90s. Uh, there was like, you could do t-shirts and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I always remembered people would take those and like the first few batches would be like really nice and they'd be careful with yeah, their lines. Yeah, and it's yeah. usually like by the third or fourth when they're just like, just slap it on there. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Look how fun it is to splatter. They learned how to be postmodern. <laughs> I'm Jackson Pollock. <laughs> Uh, all right, and then we go ahead and finally reach the point we've all been waiting for. Oh, yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, as sung by the California Raisins with, as a cover of the Temptations version of the same song. This yep. was the best one. It's obviously the one they spent the most time on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they saved all their budget for this. Obviously. This was a climactic yeah. scene in the like, entire... It's those people that we... It's the California Raisins. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, they're basically, they just finished up a venue and everybody's gone but them and the last bus leaves. So they just start singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and then they turn one of their friends into a reindeer. <laughs> and then they just... Like you do yeah. they when just you're stranded. Get a sleigh and fly away. Yeah, like and, you do. And then they're outside the club and I just... It was, I think it's just an offhanded com- comment, but they're like, wow, they really enjoyed us grapevining up there. <laughs> oh, that's right, the banter <laughs> the when they pun. first yeah. walk out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yep, there's some good old puns in there. <laughs> uh, I also, there was this one, uh, I'll do my best, 
uh, this one California raisin who starts off really high doing like with your nose so bright. So it was like, with your nose so bright, then come on, come on, come on. Can I sleep tonight? Just went from high to low, and then it just gets. Su- just, there's a lot of jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> The singers are really talented, though. Like, yeah, the oh, singers yeah. are really good. They are a, a professional singing troupe, so yes, they yeah. were. Oh yeah, you can you can tell like the minute they, as you pointed out, the minute they start singing, you're like, oh okay, these are like real performers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and again, uh, and this is probably the best facial animation besides from the MCs yeah. since the very first one, right? With the camels, right? Um, so they took a lot of time with this one mm-hmm. for sure. And the, the California reasons, I always am curious, like. What the timeline was, the rise and fall of the California raisins. <laughs> are, are you interested in the fact that I have the decline of the California raisins listed oh, here? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I actually am really curious because I remember seeing a ton of them and then none of them. All right. So although popular with the public, the California raisin campaign eventually failed because its production costs uh, cost the raisin growers almost twice their earnings. Oh. Wow. CalRab, the organization who made the campaign was also closed in July 30th, 1994 due to disagreements with the raisin producers over the fairness of required payments to the organization. Yikes. Uh, okay. Yikes. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. It seems like things went rotten pretty quick. Yep. I mean, they had their own show. That They had a show? They yeah. had their they, own show. They, they had. Wow. They had, let me read everything that they had. They had six uh, discs. They had, uh, as said, two uh, two primetime specials, the Claymation Christmas Celebration we're talking about, and Meet the Raisins uh, as the other one. Uh, and that was like Meet the Falkers and oh, uh, yeah, Meet yeah. the Parents, right? Absolutely. Uh, so as a producer. De Niro's in both. So. <laughs> this makes me wonder, one, who was in charge of managing it? Because you could have easily milked those characters by just like, IP sharing them out and making other people undertake production costs because they were so popular. And after that initial, you know, thing, you could be like, ah, you want the California raisins in your special? Like, here, we'll license them out to you, right? Like, I feel like there was someone involved who who was just uh, a little out of control. Maybe. I am now yeah. announcing my Kickstarter to uh, <laughs> purchase the rights to the California raisins. I mean, I just feel like it's one thing to have some build something for advertising right. but when they're taking time and money to build a, their own TV show to put them on a TV special. Well that's what I'm saying this, this stinks of like corrupt Hollywood person or small group of people who were like oh trust us mm-hmm. trust us oh it's not going to cost that much like we're doing this and we're doing this and don't yeah. you want to be famous? This is so <laughs> yeah. much more macabre than I thought I would ever get I'm sorry. Talking about ca- no, I'm just California raisins. I apologize. This this happens every time I'm on the show because they're like, "Oh wait, you're a producer. You do these things for a living." Which, by the way, I do not uh, abuse IPs for a living. But see, see, I, that's what somebody who would abuse IPs would say. Uh, see, I, I but I I love it. But for me, my my first thought I don't know why it was my first thought is like, were they sentient when they were grapes? <laughs> Thank you for getting to the point of the matter. Yeah. We've been waiting to figure this out. 
<laughs> did the process make yeah. them? Like the drying the process drying. gave them sentience? Hold on. Let me see if I can get a detail of the California Raisin TV show. I'm sure it goes into the rich backstory of the California Raisin. <laughs> like the Ninja Raisin. Turtles or the Turtles. And then the, yeah. yeah. The Ninja Turtles, right? Like, uh, oddly enough, so you know that how they become Ninja Turtles is the whole ooze story, mm-hmm. right, right, right? They got yeah. 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 They... That was not originally even bothered with. If you go back and like read the like Peter and Laird comics, also they all look the same in uh-huh. the original comics. And then they, you know, they started gaining popularity, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna make movie, we're gonna make shows." So they gotta look different. And also, uh, I guess we gotta tell them how they became mutant turtles. Oh my god! And it was, <laughs> and it's because of Daredevil. Yep. It and is. That's that. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's apocryphal or or whatnot, but mm. it's when when there or there's a way, there's an origin story where when um, Daredevil gets blinded, yep. the toxic waste that blinded him went down the sewers, yep, and went on the Wait. turtles yeah. and then mutated the turtles. Wait, are they from the same universe? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's sort of yeah. It's caught. Con- it's funny because um, where's my crossover? <laughs> I'm sure it's been done plenty of times. Yeah, because IDW owned uh, Turtles. I'm trying to remember who owned the comic back in the day. Um, so yeah, the way comic rights worked back in the 80s was a little strange. Uh, and there was independent comic publishers were slowly becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little easier to like take a jab at other comics without getting sued. Like there's all sorts oh, of like weird stuff there, okay. but also it was also influenced by um, Usagi Yojimbo, the early like samurai. <laughs> There's all sorts of like weird stuff, basically. Oh my god, that, is, that a, is the weirdest thing. That is a comic of Daredevil and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles released. Uh, Not great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think for def- sixty cents, by the way. I think oh, there hey. was Hell a yeah. Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover at some point. That team, oh, that the, sounds there awesome. Freddie Williams uh, was one of the artists on it. He's a great guy. Did, like the Ninja Turtles like have the sewer line that went into the Batcave, and that's how they discovered him. <laughs> I don't remember. I I never actually saw it, but I knew that it was a thing. I know it did really well. I didn't read it yet, yeah. but I know it did really well. By the way, I'm seeing a Garfield and TMNT crossover listed here. So no! just by the way. Oh wow. It's that- okay. Batman also had a crossover with Dracula, so Yeah, people think yeah. people are like, oh man, Marvel and Disney, they're being so crazy with their crossovers. Oh, sweet, <laughs> sweet summer children. No. The crossovers back in the day were they Ridiculous. did not care how much sense they made. Like, yeah. I want to see Garfield and Deadpool yeah. put together. <laughs> and then Shrek shows up. <laughs> I oh actually God. think Deadpool could give Garfield a run for his money on who hates Mondays more. Well, they both are sarcastic, and they both break the fourth wall yeah, constantly. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it would be great just to see those two mashed up. Uh, a quick thing to add into your thing. Unfortunately, the uh, the California Raisins live in a world populated by anthropomorphic fruit and vegetables and focuses on the main characters of California Raisins a AC Bebop Stretch and Red Wow Stretch yeah. Wait there seemed to be a lot more in this Christmas special Yeah than yeah. those four had backup raisins <laughs> <laughs> You get more than four in a pack Well they had to make sure they had enough for all the reindeer They're literally oh, one for each reindeer Right okay yeah, yeah. okay Which is 
eight question mark nine if you include rudolph nine okay yeah. and then one one of them was santa claus and at the very end of the special what we have is here we come a wassailing sung by the entire cast as we finally wrap around and are able to finish off the here we come a wassailing joke that's been happening uh let's see finally near the program's end a large truck loaded with elfin cider swilling townsfolk arrives to the scene singing the correct <laughs> version of the carol <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. They were not townsfolk. They were they were supposed to be they looked like elves, but the only time so they're all wearing green, okay? Yeah, yeah. And they have beards. One have and the person who has a red beard and who's dressed all in green has an Irish accent. So, so, so it's like a Irish leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> are these elves or are leprechauns? You see some pointy ears though, but So the eighties were problematic for <laughs> <laughs> reasons. Uh yeah. Uh, let's see. So when asked one of the ta- whoa, why are you townies? Is that okay to say? Uh, explains the real meaning of wassailing, going around the neighborhood singing Christmas carols and getting treats and cordials. After that, the entire cast performs. We so here booze. we come a wassailing. It is booze. Yeah. And then we wish you a merry Christmas as the credits roll. The special was released on Hens Tooth Video DVD, Vilventon's Claymation at Christmas plus Halloween and Easter celebrations in 2003. And the last wow. line is is so cheesy, and it's been done so many times, but I still loved it. Where Rex goes, "Say good night, Herb." Good night, Herb. Good night, Herb. <laughs> Made me happy. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Poor dinosaur was a balloon by the end. Yes. He was incredibly filled with food at that point. All right. And we have successfully talked for an hour about a 33, uh, like a 23 minute uh, show. Oh, yeah. This is really cool. short, by the way. <laughs> it Although felt longer. It feels long. <laughs> we watched two. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm glad think, one of us did. Really. I think talking about it made me enjoy it a little bit more. <laughs> That's how it always works, right? Yeah. Like, like, I think if you've... So this is my first time watching it. I don't think I'll watch it again. Uh, but I think a it's it's one of those, if you've seen it before, watching it again is likely going to be the nostalgic fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, it's going to be... It's it's like one of those additional watches. Like, it's and, 24 yeah. minutes. It doesn't, like, And I've got a tip time. for you. If you find it boring... Take that edible? All right. Drink and go waffling? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you know, everybody's saying it's really popular to watch things in like 1.5 speed now. I bet you this would be more entertaining, oh. especially that crazy, trippy, twisty scene. It's just watch it at 1.5. Yeah, it's just, fine. Every time they make a joke about wassling, it just goes slightly faster. Yeah. <laughs> All the California raisins are going to sound like Alvin and Chipmunks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Sabrina, what was your thoughts? It was interesting. All right, neat. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesse, sounded like you enjoyed it, oh, or not? No. I, I, Did you warm up to it a little bit more? I feel like I appreciate some of the craftsmanship, but it left. I I don't want to say I'm cynical in my older age, but it definitely left me with a lot of questions. I just kept asking myself, like, why this? Why yeah. that? Why me? <laughs> why and. But thankfully, you know, it, I think they meant well, maybe, at the end of the day. Who knows? Maybe someday we'll get some behind the scenes of the uh, California raisins. <laughs> the raisins are in the back alley, <laughs> throwing dice, <laughs> smoking cigarettes. 
or if my Kickstarter works and I can actually get them. <laughs> you are not wasting money on that. <laughs> See the gritty second chapter of the California Raisins. The Joker is for California Raisins. <laughs> I mean, it was the 80s, you know, they were in the back alley doing coke, coke probably. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's a little late to get any uh, high, to get anything from Will Vinton because he did pass away last year. Oh, Aww. Yeah. I'm so that. glad he can't hear this. <laughs> I think so it's just fun. I think there there I'm sure there are YouTube clips on it. Watch the Camels YouTube clip. I think you oh, will yeah, enjoy that. Oh yeah, they're all on YouTube. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. if you just go you don't have to watch the entire thing, but yeah. there are a couple good, good the, parts. Though the entire thing is I think you can find it at least in pieces on YouTube. Yeah, so. I watched all of it on YouTube. Yep. Some, oh, someone wow. made a playlist. Oh, nice. I'm sorry, I did not pay for this. <laughs> I could have asked my mom to, you know, ship me the VHS tape, but you know. Yeah, two uh, two out of the three things that we're going to cover in this week are easily found on YouTube. By yeah. the way, oh, I <laughs> listened to the audiobook. I didn't know. <laughs> let me put it this way: they're very hard to find. The two of the things are very hard to find legally, so like you kind of have to do what you got to do. Yeah. So. All right, well, that takes care of a, a Claymation Christmas celebration brought to us by Will Vinton. Uh, and that takes care of us for this week of the Saturday Friends Club. Uh, well, let's go ahead and do the rundown. You can find us over at satfriendsclub.com, satfriends over on, or satfriendsclub on Twitter as well. And also you can go over to Patreon, which, as mentioned, this was Nicole's pick, one of our lovely friends off on the Patreon group. You can find that over at patreon.com slash satfriendsclub, where you can get part of the Discord group. You get episodes early. You get to chat with us. You get to make episode suggestions like this one. So it's a super cool thing you can do to help out the show. Our next episode, speaking of uh, things that attempted to problematically work, and we'll see if they end up working in the end, A Wish for Wings at Work, a, a Bloom County Christmas special that we will be bringing to you next week, or if you're listening to this live on KCRH Radio at KCRH Radio 89.9 FM, the East Bay's Best Variety, uh, you'll be listening to that in a short moment. Uh, that takes care of us for this week. We will be back next week. For more Saturday Friends fun. Till then, sleep well, everyone. Bye-bye. Happy Bye. holidays.